the pandemic is organized internationally in a systemic way. This director general has absolutely no idea about pandemic. And the, the problem is he's not taking with him the specialists that I know on SARS-CoV-1. Why didn't he bring back Groharlen Brundtland and Margaret Chan, two brilliant doctors, women, to come and manage the pandemic with him? Where are they? You know, where is their voice? WHO has a communication office and, of course, you know, a press conferences regular. Because of the lockdown, we see a lot online, live. Normally, when you do that, um, there is a, called a shock room, uh, a room of uh, special operation I, I, I always visit with students, where they look at the whole world, what is the data everywhere, and they communicate. What I see now is that they don't communicate. They are dictating a will of not communicating. And it seems, it's not it seems, they are not taking the people, specialists uh, that I know. Um, they are doing live presentations, very general, generalizing, changing words, changing definitions, not giving precise data, not giving precise science. And what is pretty, it's very shocking, is that all the medias in the world say the same thing, the same words, uh, in the shops, in the airports, in, in, in the newspapers, and they are paying the media for producing what they want. It is in the law of COVID-19. So how, how can you have a debate? And then they, they just build a task force of experts. The task force in Switzerland is full of conflict of interest. I take one after the other of my colleagues at University of Geneva in the Institute Tropical um, Institute of Basel, uh, Professor Tanner, he has been funded by Bill Gates and Melinda Foundation immensely. The University of Geneva also, the University of Lausanne also. Uh, so the task force and the scientists that are built to lead this uh, pseudo-pandemic are actually helping the rhetoric of the press, the way the press wants, the way the government wants. And uh, we don't have a debate. We have censorship. Censorship is the first you know, sign of a dictatorship. Freedom of expression is the liberty that you can see when you are free to talk. And this time, we are in a science fiction, big time. The politicization of a new science, uh, fake science. And it is pretty dramatic because it has consequences on people, people's life, people economy. People can be saved and they censor doctors, they censor treatments that work. Uh, they go to, to pharmacies and they take the whole stock of ivermectin that works really well. They go and stop scientific people from doing good data collection, saying it is not valid. And they put their own data that's completely in conflict of interest. So WHO, with the medias, the main medias, they have very well analyzed the system. And they're head of the International Telecommunication Agency. So you can put all this together and they have the whole system in their hands. And I say they, it's above Guterres. Bill Gates is part of Gavi, but beyond this, Gavi is occupied by a board who are in the system and are promoting this. And above Gavi, we know that the Rockefeller Foundation has been a big part of founding global health and well-being and uh, everybody knows it, so I can say it, but there are many other agencies that, um, and people that we have to investigate. And what is absolutely shocking as a Swiss citizen <laughs> is that Gavi, 
the Global Alliance Vaccine Initiative, is, has total immunity in their action, in their decision, and in what they're doing. This means they have higher immunity than member states that are in the UN, uh, consulates, ambassadors. They uh, can do any crime they want. Nobody can come and look in their, into their office, in the cupboards, uh, in, uh, in their computer, uh, and they don't pay taxes. And if you have a diplomatic pass, what happens is you have diplomatic immunity in your luggage, in what you transport, in what you buy, sell. And as you know, we have a secret bank uh, in Switzerland, so it's very easy also you know, to do a lot of financial setup. So that's the first thing, is that Gavi is a big, big player, signed with uh, the Swiss government, with the FDA of Switzerland, Swiss Medic, they are deciding for our health system and your vaccination campaign. And I suspect they have done this with every country in the world. What I found is that WHO, Gavi, and the Swiss government have signed agreements on managing the pandemic and not only about the immunity. What I also found is that Gavi has um, made partnership with bilateral agencies of the United Nations for, like World Bank, probably others. World Bank is very important because they created something called the IFFM, IM, the International Financial Facility for Immunization. And this mechanism, this is really incredible, uh, this mechanism is a mechanism that helps Gavi to get funds and donors. And those donors are member states. So we can find, like, Italy has given millions to Gavi through this mechanism. They are uh, having a stock bond uh, market. They have made a financial uh, system. That, that, that So each time the country gives our taxes to the IFFM, they give it, in fact, to Gavi to apply his immunization program and global plan of vaccine that you can find the plan on WHO 2016. So... The public-private partnership of Gavi and WHO goes beyond that. It goes with multinationals, and it, has, it is also a creation of organs that suddenly act um, with finance. So I just want to tell you uh, a few things. So the World Bank has signed with Gavi, the Global Alliance for Vaccine Initiative, Bill Gates, a partnership for the International Finance Facility to Immunization, IFFIM. And this IFFIM is actually financing something called CEPI, the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovation. And just that you know, this is leading the research and science of preparation and is at the basis of the program COVAX, who is chaired by Singapore and Switzerland. So WHO, Gavi, and CEPI, which is actually the government of the world, your government, is paying for leading the COVAX campaign in the world. It's getting clearer and clearer to me. I, as a scientist, I have to build hypotheses, but there are facts. So we have to test the hypothesis and investigate. What is clear is that there, are, there is a big international multinational, maybe very small, of people with huge amounts of money, probably those 
who produce the money in private reserve banks. As you know, many of the banks are private and not public, and they don't belong to the government. In the US, I think it's like that. Switzerland also. Uh, so the agenda of this big coalition, family, families, and Bill Gates is part of this, uh, are not hiding what they want to do. If you look at what Bill Gates said in 2015 in a TED talk, he talked of the virus, the terrible virus, the pandemic, and he talked of depopulation. He said there are too many people on Earth. Uh, we have to depopulate. And so that's one agenda, definitely. But it's not new. If you remember, those families or those, a lot of people have already started in the Second World War uh, with eugenism. They wanted the Aryan race, they wanted the best, that was their excuse for depopulating. And it is even before. The other wars, so this is not new. What is new is that we see it clearly today, that they are trying to um, lock down the liberties of people. The freedom of people is really disturbing them. They want to annihilate any thinking and emotion and cognition. And by the way, this swab in the nose is unprecedented because you can take the saliva and, and um, test the, the DNA. So going down there is with an intention. And one of the intention is that you have the most sensitive cilia of regenerating every day your brain and the whole uh, sector behind your eyes, pineal gland, etc. And if you touch that, you go and touch the, the brain. So if you contaminate this in a way or another, or you put something there, or you even destroy this section, it can really have consequences on your aging, on your longevity. So uh, this, for me, is one of the agenda. They are doing everything to go in this area. I mean, even the temperature. I don't know if you... you when, when my dad was in the retirement home, I, the, the nurse came with the, uh, the thermometer and put it as a laser on my forehead, and I said, stop, what is this? It has never been done before. They put the laser right on, you know, between your eyes, and they don't even know what they're doing. They're using innocent people, imposing a protocol everywhere in the world. The same, same, same. So clearly, they want to uh, destroy a depopulation. They want to annihilate those who will survive with their brain being completely uh, unfunctional, obeying. They want to even put nanotechnologies under the skin make ID passport with a vaccine. So you see clearly that technology is going to lead people. And as this um, expert of health, Bill Gates, <laughs> is actually an expert of technology, he has not a clue in health, he, he of course has the intention to use his technology very advanced. You know, you have to go and look at how technology is advanced today. You can send Wi-Fi uh, data that is nanotechnology. You can take the, your, your DNA and send it through Wi-Fi. So this is a very big agenda also. It's to take technology and control people. And maybe the last but very interesting and very important is to take away from people their belief system, their spirituality, and uh, their humanity, uh, because they're closing churches. They're closing things that make people spiritual. They are annihilating all the natural healers. And even in Switzerland, they're letting doctors practice, but the natural healers are not. The plan is to keep on 
and to make it stronger and stronger until they control everybody with technology, with the ID vaccine passport. This is their aim. It is that they are controlling us little humanoids, <laughs> transhumans, uh, which have chips and are controlled by this nanotechnology that seems like science fiction, but it's already there. You know, there, there are electronic tattoos. I, I'm, I'm doing a lot of reviews on innovation in aging. And uh, electronic tattoos can monitor your brain, your, your heart, and they're much more than that. You can implant and direct <laughs> the brain. So <clears throat> that's what they're doing. So that's the first thing. It's that science and technology is way beyond what we see today. Our, our mind is linear, but technology is exponential. This is the Moore's law from the president of Intel. So this is just going to go on forever because uh, what they're doing, you can see it happening now. It's that we thought, oh no, we, <laughs> those who got vaccinated thought that the vaccination would liberate them. And on the opposite, they're vaccinated, they're dependent on what they call the mutation. They are using this as a gimmick. So they say, oh, every mutation, always with the wrong test, there's a mutation, a new vaccine. So not only people have to make two vaccines now, which is also unprecedented with a experimental injection, but now they have to keep on wearing masks and they have to keep on doing lockdown and distanciation. It doesn't solve anything. They think they're going to travel, but then they will have an ID vaccine passport that will force them to get vaccinated regularly so they can control them more and more, their health, maybe eliminate them. Uh, with, you know, it's, it's really criminal. So the, the fact that we see that the plan is done for 2031 in the papers of the government, and you have to look for it, is already a plan. The other sign is that John Hopkins University has issued a pandemic plan for SPARS 2025-2028. So they will not stop. They will keep on, as long as people believe, they're going to make them believe SPARS and everything, and every flu is going to be transformed in a, in a drama drumming. So every flu, you're sick and you're going to die. And people are so afraid of death. They think that the, they give their life <laughs> risk to people who lie to them. They believe in a government that lies to them. So um, they're using fear. And those who are fearful and don't change will, will probably, unfortunately, die. So I'm just you know, calling people to wake up and take back your health. Don't believe in the government. They are, you are creating a, a perpetual pandemic. It's, it's an eternal pandemic. This is the worst nightmare of, uh, you can have, is to be in perpetual fear your whole life. Perpetual vaccination. So, you see, that's what they want. And they're doing it in front of everybody's nose, you know. <laughs> so crazy. But I'm glad the U.S. has, uh, has refused uh, the obligation of vaccination. And so has the Council of Europe in its resolution of end of January 2021. It's a resolution uh, that is very important for the COVID-19. Um, and 7.3, the 7.3 is saying that there is no obligation and will never be an obligation to be vaccinated.
And that's, that's Nuremberg, you see? Nuremberg is, is when you take people as Kobe and you do experimental injection. This is what happened with Nuremberg. The pharma has been occupying medicine since so long, more than 100 years and even before, that they have, in the faculty of medicine, put only the curriculum of you're sick, diagnosis with a machine, and then you get a treatment, and it's always pharma medication. I think the system has to be dismantled, and the key players have to be brought to justice. But also the organization who have played a key role and who intentionally have promoted, you know, things that they know are lethal. You know, like, uh, I mean, hospitals, directors of hospitals who receive and are bribed and receive money. So this, they have to be brought to justice. But there is another thing we have to do, is take the money back. The, the million, billions, I mean, Switzerland has given 400 million uh, francs, Swiss francs is about the same with the dollars, 400, a bit more than 400 million dollars to the pandemic plan, to the coalition for the pandemic. And, and Italy has also given a huge amount. Every country has given. This has to come back. All the money made with PCR tests, with vaccines, with all the money that they're producing has to be brought back and people have to have a world, a world free of tax because we were paying tax to those multinational and we recreate a world that is much nicer, much freer, more local. We keep the international but we have to get back to local governance.